Wednesdays are supposed to be robust. What is this? We've got a six-game slate the day before the trade deadline. This is going to be fun. I'm Heath Cummings, joined by Mike McClure. It's the Sportsline DFS Podcast, Wednesday, February 7th. Mike, how do you feel about this slate? Just first impressions. Uh, I think it's a good slate. I, I've got a few little revenge narratives that I just <laughs> am really looking forward to play here. Like you mentioned, it's the day before the uh, trade deadline. The All-Star break is rapidly approaching. Um, you know, Unfortunately, this is the time of the year where we see two things. We see teams kind of tanking or beginning their tank, and we see injuries. And we saw a very unfortunate injury with Porzingis last night. Hoping we're not going to see any more tonight. We've got some injury news to sort through. Uh, but overall, I think this is a pretty fun slate. And I owe the listeners apology, an apology because I guaranteed a victory in my first draft contest with you two last night. Mark Gasol instead played 19 minutes in a blowout loss to the Hawks. Choosing him over Joel Embiid turns out to be a bad plan. We will not make a mistake like that on today's podcast because it's hard to make a mistake that big. Let's get to the big news. Karis Levert, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson ruled out for the Nets. Quincy Acey also questionable, so they're going to be shorthanded at forward once again. Kelly Olynyk is doubtful. We've got Justice Winslow and Wayne Ellington both questionable for the Heat. Trevor Ariza out. Ryan Anderson, another bust from last night. Hurt his ankle in the second quarter, did not return. He's questionable for tonight. Dwayne Wade already ruled out. Victor Oladipo, though, ruled probable. So he's probably coming back for the Pacers, which is big news because they are still without their point guard, so we should see a lot more usage for Oladipo. Tyreek Evans ruled out. Until the trade deadline, and maybe even after, Deontay Davis and Chandler Parsons are questionable for the Grizzlies. And then Devin Booker questionable, Tyson Chandler doubtful. So already a lot of injury news, and I would expect we're going to get some sort of uh, trade news or something later this afternoon as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to some trade news and potentially some rest news for the San Antonio Spurs. You know, they are playing against the Phoenix Suns, who... They really just aren't very good, and they're on the second night of a back-to-back. So it wouldn't shock me if the Spurs went ahead and rested a player or two later this afternoon. I had a rough night last night, so I'm going to go ahead and not give you a chance to pick your must-play before mine because I want to make sure I get the chalkiest of the chalk. Anthony Davis is playing against the Indiana Pacers. They are one of the worst teams in the league at defending big men. The center position is awful. Tonight, you've got Mark Gasol and Rudy Gobert going up against each other. That's right, the Jazz and the Grizzlies. Gross. You've got Clint Capella and Hassan Whiteside going up against each other. Not good at all. Carl Anthony Towns, maybe not a bad play. Andre Drummond is only $900 less than Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is my must-play of the night. I like it a lot. I'm glad you weren't going where I'm going, but I do agree with you. This is a pretty brutal night for center. Uh, maybe not when you first glance at the names, but when you dig into the matchups like you did, it is pretty rough. Uh, so my must play though is going to be your boy, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins? Oh, narrative night. Wiggins. Big time narrative night. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit on the show the other time that they played. Andrew Wiggins was drafted and then traded by the Cleveland Cavaliers. And he loves playing against this team. He's now averaging 29.1 points in seven career meetings with the Cavs. Uh, and that, that's, you know, literally by far his best average against any team in the NBA. And there's really, you know, obviously the Cavs are not great defensively, but there's really no reason for that other than the narrative. And the sample size is getting to the point where I definitely believe in it. 
So yes. give me Andrew Wiggins. I think it's a nice value play on both sites. That's my must play of the night. Well, and it's not, I mean, I'll give you a reason for it too. Like the narrative I love, I love the narratives even more when they've got something behind them. The Cavs are awful defensively. They've been the worst team in the league against small, defending small forwards. Since Isaiah Thomas has come back, they've also been terrible against guards as well. And Cleveland is playing on the second half of a back-to-back. Yep, and Dwayne Wade is out. The rotation is even more thin for them at, at the on the wings there. So, yeah, I'm uh, all aboard on Andrew Wiggins tonight. So Andrew Wiggins and Anthony Davis to start our lineups. I will give you the first crack at the stay away of the night. Who are you not playing? Uh, probably James Harden at this point. I, I like to make those somewhat bold calls. I think that, you know, Harden, obviously he could easily be the number one overall scorer on the slate. But with Chris Paul back, Eric Gordon back, uh, you know, on the road at Miami, there's a lot to do in Miami. James Harden seems like a guy that likes to have fun. Uh, the pace of play isn't particularly good. And I'm already playing Andrew Wiggins. And there's a number of other players at shooting guard that are in good spots. Uh, we're already paying up for Anthony Davis. So I think it's just too difficult to get James Harden in tonight. So I'm going to be staying away from him. I, I agree with you 100%. I, like, I went down the breakdown of the centers as to why I was playing Anthony Davis, but I just as easily could have gone down and said, you've got James Harden on the second half of back-to-back, arguably overpriced whenever Chris Paul is healthy and playing in a slowdown matchup in Miami. You've got Andre Drummond, again, overpriced, only 900, less than Davis. You've got LeBron on the second night of a back-to-back with Jimmy Butler in his pocket. Oladipo's not necessarily 100%. I, I think Anthony Davis is not just the best center, but clearly the best stud and the most likely to be the highest scorer of the night. Yes, 100%. Who would be your number two in terms of the most fantasy points tonight? Um, you know, right now it's probably between James Harden and LeBron James. Uh, it's really, really a coin flip for me. I'll probably just say LeBron because, man, they need a win badly. They are at home. Uh, I, I think LeBron's going to he, – he's going to obviously have the usage. He's going to have the opportunity. Uh, it's kind of counterintuitive knowing that Jimmy Butler is going to be all over him tonight, but I'll, I'll take LeBron James as the second overall scorer. I'll give you my dark horse, and then I'll tell you another thing. My, my dark horse would be Jimmy Butler in that same matchup because I'm not like I know what you're saying, and for most of LeBron's time in Cleveland and even in Miami, we've seen his teams go through funks and known it was just a matter of them figuring it out. Tonight they are simply outclassed without Kevin Love. This team is not near as good as the Minnesota Timberwolves. No, they're definitely not. And, and, you know, to your point there, I love Jimmy Butler. You know, if we're talking about salary cap DFS, like FanDuel and DraftKings, I prefer Jimmy Butler. If right. we're talking about draft, I'm leaning LeBron James over Jimmy Butler in my drafts tonight. Well, that is one of my favorite things about draft. This, other than the fact that your chances of winning are 80% better than on salary cap sites. It's the fact that we don't have to look at things the same way that we like. We do FanDuel and DraftKings, and sure, the pricing is different. We've got some different position eligibility, but it does. It's not. It's kind of the same thing. This is completely different. You're lining up against Adam Azer, against Mike McClure, and I'm going to pick the better team than you are. And hopefully, at the end of this show, when Adam sets it up. He's not going to give himself the best pick of the night again. I mean, he just listens to the show. He lines things up, and then he says, okay, clearly I want to draft second or I want to draft third on this slate. Hopefully that doesn't happen, but we've got a deal for you. All new players on draft get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit. You just have to use our promo code, SPORTSLINE. That's right. You get to play in a free 
real money draft just by using our promo code Sportsline. But then it gets even better. Draft is so sure you're going to love it. They're offering Sportsline DFS listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. Just search Draft in your app store or go to Draft.com and come play free right now. Promo code Sportsline. Speaking of Sportsline, let's head over to the Sportsline odds page. We've already talked quite a bit about this game. Minnesota, four-point favorites at Cleveland with a 223 over-under. It's funny, I mentioned Cleveland is now down to the fourth-worst team or best, depending on how you want to look at it, against point guards. They're giving up the fourth-most fantasy points to the point guards. Since Isaiah Thomas joined the team, though, they are number one with a bullet. Like Point guards are just destroying the Cavs right now. Minnesota's been okay defensively. They've had their lapses. They've been awesome against small forwards because of Jimmy Butler. We're not necessarily real excited about playing LeBron. We we like Butler. Wiggins is our must-play. How do you feel about the rest of this game? Uh, I wish that this was a game where Anthony Davis was back to power forward on FanDuel because I'd like to play Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns together if I could. Uh, so, you know, that might be something you could look to try on on DraftKings, certainly something I'm going to be looking to do on, on draft if that's possible. So, um, you know, you know, we kind of mentioned those guys there. I think that Jeff Teague is interesting though. We, uh, one guy I think is going to be popular on this slate we'll get to in a minute is Duante Murray. Teague is only $300 more. And, and like you mentioned, the Cavs have been just awful against the point guard position. So I do think Jeff Teague is someone that you should be considering tonight. Okay. I, I like it. Um, I tried while you were talking to just start a lineup with Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. I hope you've got a lot of value plays for me on DraftKings today if we're going to put those three in a lineup. And there's <laughs> no chance Adam's going to let you get Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns on draft. He has already ruled out that possibility. Uh, I, I do like the idea of Teague. J.R. Smith is somebody that we talked about if Dwayne Wade sat out yesterday. We kind of like J.R. Smith. I don't know how closely you followed the action last night, like during the games, but from my recollection, J.R. Smith had like 14 FanDuel points in the first quarter of the Cavs game last night. Mm -hmm. He finished with 16.7. Yeah, but Dwayne Wade uh... played. Dwayne Wade's not going to play tonight. Do you like J.R. Smith at 41? Is he somebody I could put into DraftKings to help us save some money? Uh, yeah, I think so, especially at this point in the night. You know, we might have more value open up. Like I said, I'm projecting something to happen with the Spurs to give us a little value. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, I think J.R. Smith is uh, is one of those guys that can give you some value. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, on a slate like this with your value, guys, you really want to lock in 30 minutes if you can get it. And J.R. Smith is going to play 30 minutes. We know that LeBron might struggle a little bit with Jimmy Butler locking him up. So, yeah, I, I'm all aboard on uh, J.R. Smith. I think that he's one of the better value plays on the slate. I like it. Anything else in this game you think we're missing? Um, Honestly, no, not at this point. Uh, you know, you can look at some of the other what I would call fringe guys, but the problem is the positions that they play. Like like Channing Frye, uh, he could play up to 21 minutes in this game. He could be a guy that really has a nice game. But the problem is is you're not playing him over Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that we could probably just go ahead and move on now. Okay. Indiana at New Orleans. New Orleans, a three-point favorite over-under of 220.5. Pelicans have really struggled with power forwards. They've been the worst team in the league against point guards all year long. Indiana's had their struggles with big men as well. 
Obviously, Anthony Davis is my must-play of the night. The Pacers are still without their point guard, Darren Collison, and will be for a while. Does not seem to matter how many minutes Corey Joseph plays. He's like a half a point per minute guy. We're not falling into that trap. He's 4,900 on FanDuel. How do you feel about Oladipo, though? Uh, I like Oladipo. Uh, I do think he's just a little bit, a little bit too expensive. Um, the issue with that for me is, you know, he was sick and there's a lot of illness going around this time. I don't know that I, I love him. Right. How uh, do you feel about Lance? I, I like Lance. I kind of wish that, that Oladipo was out, even though I know that it would make Lance super chalk, but you know, the price is just coming up a little bit. I like Lance better when he was 4,600 instead of 56, uh, but he does have, um, you know, I do think that this is a pretty good spot for him still. I think that if I'm picking one guy, like if you say, Mike, I need you to play someone from Indiana tonight, I think that it's going to be Lance Stevenson. Yeah, I, I think so completely. I'm just, I'm not sure I'm overly excited about playing anybody from Indiana, especially if with the way we've kind of started both of our lineups where we're looking for more value guys, there are not a, there's not a value guy that I'm really excited about. I do think Drew Holiday is somebody that you could look at 7,600 on FanDuel. In a lineup where you maybe don't want to play Anthony Davis, maybe you play a couple Carl Anthony Towns lineups on FanDuel. I like Drew okay as shooting guard. Yeah, no, I, I think that uh, Drew Holiday is a good play tonight. Um, you know, it's weird. A lot of people have struggled against the Pacers uh, at the shooting guard position, and some of those have even been with Oladipo out of the lineup. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. Most recently, we saw it with Bradley Beal. Uh, so I'm wondering if that's going to keep the ownership down on Drew Holiday a little bit. I kind of hope that it does, uh, because this is definitely a game where I'm looking to get Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday and lineups together for sure. Are there any other? Are there, are there any value Pelicans that you like at all? Um, not really. I mean, yeah. he's not a value Pelican on Fanduel for sure, but I do think Nikola Mirotic is an interesting play on DraftKings. Uh, probably, obviously, tournament only. It's you know the price point has risen quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw him put up 48 against Minnesota and only 12 against the Jazz. Uh, I like to throw out the games against the Jazz pretty frequently, so yep. I'm going to go ahead and do that. I'm going to play Nikola Mirotic in at least one tournament lineup tonight on DraftKings. Uh, but other than that, there's no, there's not a ton of value guys. Maybe, maybe on FanDuel Rondo. Um, one place I like to play Rondo is when he's at home. Uh, the, the home scores keeper in New Orleans is very generous with giving out assists and blocks and steals, especially for Anthony Davis. Uh, so if you look at Rondo, when he's had those weird almost 20 assist games, they pretty much all have come at home this season. This is a spot where it wouldn't shock me if Rondo had one of those 15 assist games. Okay. All right, let's move on. Houston, four and a half point favorites at Miami. We've got a 211 over under on this one. As we talked about before, second back, second half of a back to back for the Rockets on the road. Both of these teams have been very good against big men. I don't like Capella. I don't like Whiteside at all. Is there anyone you do like in this game? I mean, you have to at least entertain the idea of playing someone for the Miami Heat, knowing that Whiteside's got such a difficult matchup, and Kelly Olenek is doubtful to play. Uh, so for me, it's going to be James Johnson or Bam. Uh, Bam is, you know, the issue with Bam is on FanDuel, he's center, and we've already locked in Anthony Davis, and there's no way I'm going to play him there. But he did play 26 minutes against Orlando, put up 40 fantasy points. Uh, you know, against Philly, put up 39.6 fantasy points. 
So I think Bam is someone that should certainly be on your radar, especially in tournaments. Uh, and he's probably better suited on DraftKings where you can get him in and still play Anthony Davis. Uh, you know, he's got a better, not a better price there at 4,700. It's a little, uh, a little aggressive, but I do think he's someone you could consider. You know who's going to play a ton of minutes tonight? James Johnson? Luke Mbamute. Okay. This yes, he's going is. to play a ton of, especially if I don't expect Ryan Anderson to return after missing almost the entire game last night with his ankle injury. Trevor Ariza is not ready to go yet. They, they don't really have anybody else to play at the four. You're going to say, see him. And Bob Mute play what 35 plus minutes. Now he only may only get you a two two fantasy points every three minutes or two thirds of a point per minute. But I think at the type of minutes he's going to play with, and the way we're looking at trying to get Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns or Anthony Davis and Jimmy Butler or maybe even Anthony Davis and LeBron, I think right now at least he looks like one of the better values. Oh, yeah, I agree completely. Uh, especially on DraftKings, I think he's someone that's going, you know, you need to have Mba Mute in your lineup. I think that at 4K, at this point in the day, it's one of the best values on the slate. One thing I'm noticing so far as we get through the first half of these games is there is, there are a lot more value plays that I have interest in at forward and at center, the big men, than we found at guard so far. There have not been a lot of value plays at the guard position. I wouldn't be surprised if that changes with the Spurs. Mm -hmm. But let's move on. Brooklyn at Detroit. And this is part of the reason that I think this slate is so ugly. Because we got through the first three games, and they're all fine games. Like Miami's a pace down game for the Rockets, but whatever. Our last three games of the night include the Pistons, the Spurs, the Jazz, and the Grizzlies. And the Nets. Not great at all. Brooklyn terrible against centers, power forwards, and point guards. So a lot of opportunity there. But I hate the price point for Andre Drummond, especially on FanDuel. Yeah, the issue is is the price point. And I'm still kind of confused at what we're seeing here. Like when Blake Griffin comes to town, the usage rate is supposed to decrease a little. The fantasy, you know, the efficiency probably should stay the same, maybe decrease a little. Uh, but Andre Drummond has played very well alongside Blake Griffin so far. I still think it's probably a little unsustainable. And I know that Andre Drummond has a little tiny, you know, he tweaked the ankle just a little bit. Uh, so I agree with you. I just don't think that I can pay that. Although, you know, we liked this matchup for Clint Capella last night, who, who played very well. Uh, so I think that you still need to consider Drummond in tournaments. It's just, you know, we're not, we're not paying up for him over Anthony Davis. I, I don't see any way you do that tonight. The Nets are going to be a little bit, little bit limited in terms of available forwards. I, Jared Allen's going to get his normal, what is now normal, 23 to 27 minutes. Uh, but again, he's his center, so that doesn't really help us out a whole lot. Do you have any interest in somebody like Joe Harris? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that you can definitely punt with Joe Harris. For me, uh, I, I like uh, Damari Carroll also. I think that Harris and Carroll are the guys that are going to have to play the minutes for Brooklyn tonight. Uh, Joe Harris, you know, if he gets the 28 minutes that he saw in the last game, which I think he probably will here, I think he's a pretty good punt. Uh, you know, I think he can get you 20 to 25 fantasy points at, at that price tag, uh, which I think is going to be good enough on the six game slate. The nice thing on DraftKings is that Joe Harris is shooting guard eligible. So we can plug him into that Towns Anthony Davis lineup and, uh, still have room for a point guard of some stature on, on DraftKings or on FanDuel. He's 3,800 great value. You can plug him in next to Jimmy Butler and really kind of helps out there a little bit with your flexibility. 
Is there anybody on the Pistons you're really interested in playing tonight? I honestly no. I mean, in a tournament, you can absolutely play Blake Griffin. I think he's someone that's going to score fantasy points. He's going to play well. Uh, I don't think that his ceiling is anywhere close to that of Anthony Davis. I'd still prefer straight up Carl Anthony Towns over Blake Griffin. Uh, but I, I do think that you could get, you know, you could get crazy with a little piston stack and play Drummond and Griffin together. As I don't think that'll be super popular on the slate. Uh, but as far as like core goes, I, I don't think there's really anyone here for me. Okay, I'm gonna go check out the news here. We we do this podcast at 1:30 in the afternoon, and I think we're giving you a lot of good information. I know we've given you a lot of good lineups, but Mike, if people really want to get serious about making big money in DFS, they need to go to Sportsline late in the evening. Tell them all about it. Yeah, you got to get over to sportsline.com. Not only are you going to get my DFS advice, which is going to include all of the latest injury news, you're going to get my lineups for both FanDuel and DraftKings. And then also, not only that, you can use a lot of the tools over there to make some of your own decisions too. Uh, the Sportsline projection model is going to simulate every game 10,000 times uh, and give you the results. It gives you projected box scores. And that's not only for the NBA. We've got NHL, college basketball right now. We've got the Winter Olympics coming up. We've got PGA golf tournaments. Uh, you know, you get a projected top 40 leaderboard each week. You can also get my DFS golf lineups over there. Uh, so get signed up for Sportsline, 10 bucks a month. Uh, pretty much the best value there. If you start using it right and start making some of your own decision, make picking up some of the better A picks and the betting games there, you're really going to pay for that subscription very quickly. So like I said, I think it's the best value out there in sports right now. That's great news. The bad news is there's no new news. And the next game we're going to talk about is where we're really hoping for new news. San Antonio Spurs, 10-point favorites at Phoenix. We've got a 206 over-under on this one. This game is kind of gross because it's a terrible team in a huge pace-down game against the Spurs, but the Spurs are on the road against a terrible team. So we are both anticipating, I think, rightly, that Coach Pop is not going to play everyone tonight. We just need to figure out who he's not going to play for. On the Sun side of things, Devin Booker is questionable. Tyson Chandler is doubtful. I assume you have some interest if you decide to punt center and Alex Lynn. Yeah, no, I, I definitely have some interest. Once again, unfortunately, especially on FanDuel, it's just the center position is, uh, you know, this is one of those days where I really wish Anthony Davis was back at power forward, but we are going to play with what we are dealt. And I, you know, I'm, I'm probably not going to roster any of those Suns guys at, at center on, on FanDuel. But I do have interest there. The real big piece of news still for me is just what's going on with Devin Booker. Uh, if Booker's ruled out, we can go right back to TJ Warren. We can look at Josh Jackson again. We can look at Dragon Bender. Uh, all of those guys are still going to be in play. I'm not super concerned with the matchup because there are only six games. Uh, they, you know, we've got to have some of those value plays. Um, so yeah, really for me, it's Devin Booker and then what's Pop going to do with the Spurs? We expect Dante Murray, even though his minutes have been lackluster in the last four games he's going to be a popular play at point guard right i yeah i think he is and uh you know for good reason the phoenix suns are not very good right now um you know tyler ulis is going to be the starting point guard for the suns especially if devin booker is out uh that that really doesn't present much of a challenge for murray so yeah i think he's going to be one of the more popular plays i certainly think he's going to be someone that i'm going to be targeting um but the good news is, is there's so many point guards, in my opinion. You've got guys like even, frankly, Tyler Ulis, if Devin Booker is out. But you've got Rondo, you've got Jeff T, you've got a lot of guys in that range that I'm not locked in on one guy at this point. It's really just going to kind of 
depend on what other news we get and what kind of salary I have left to finish my point guard spot. Lamarcus Aldridge is 8,600. He's the second most expensive power forward. Uh, you've got Griffin, Aldridge, Miritich, all three there at the top. On FanDuel, I think Miritich is overpriced. Do you prefer Griffin or Aldridge if you're paying up a power forward tonight? Probably Blake Griffin. Uh, I think it's really close, but I, I probably lean towards Blake Griffin because I, I think that, you know, I don't really see anybody on Brooklyn that's going to guard him. I do know that Andre Drummond just slightly nursing the ankle injury. Uh, I, I think I prefer Blake Griffin. Okay. That's, uh, that's good. Let's move on to our last game of the night. It's a barn burner. Utah Jazz six and a half point favorites at Memphis, a 202 over under. It might take them five quarters to get to that number. Yeah. The Grizzlies just got destroyed by the Atlanta Hawks. Now they play Utah on the second half of a back to back. Wayne Selden was disgustingly bad and his price went up a thousand dollars. So I assume we don't have any interest in him. Is there anyone in this game you're even thinking about playing? Well, it was Mark Gasol before last night, but to me it's very obvious that the uh, Men- the uh, Memphis Grizzlies are in tank mode. Uh, I was pretty disgusted to see Mark Gasol play less than 20 minutes last night, even in the blowout. Uh, I'm going to have to take a wait-and-see approach on Memphis going forward. Uh, we already know that Tyreek Evans is out until after the trade deadline, which means he's likely going to get traded, and you know there might be some other trade news pop up with this team here this afternoon even uh so i don't i don't think i have interest in anyone here i think that it's uh you know against utah what we saw from them last night the effort's not there nobody really has consistent safe minutes at this point so i'm probably going to be fading the memphis grizzlies we need badly on FanDuel some power forward options and there are some guys on memphis if just one of them would get traded but right now you got a situation where Jermichael Green seems to have settled into this 20 to 25 minute role. Ivan Rab is still involved, played 20 minutes last night, maybe because it was a blowout. Jarrell Martin's going to play his 18 to 20 minutes. There's just, there are too many bodies right now for Memphis, which is exact opposite of the problem we had just a couple of days ago. Exact opposite problem. Uh, but. You know, hopefully we get some trade deadline news here and, you know, right after the break because just because they're tanking, doesn't mean that this isn't a team that we're going to be targeting heavily down the stretch in DFS. Right. I I do think that I will consider possibly playing some Derek Favors. His $5,500 yeah. price tag is appealing and is going to kind of fit in with the structure we've built. We have not mentioned one guy. What a weird slate. Not mentioned one guy on this slate for all tournament teams. So let's just go through the positions, kind of run down what we've talked about. Jeff Teague and DeJounte Murray are two of our favorite point guard options. I've got them both plugged into our FanDuel lineup right now. Do you think Teague is all tournament team because his price is so similar to Murray and Murray's going to be popular? Uh, I think he could be. So the two nominees for tournament team for me would be Jeff Teague or Ricky Rubio. Uh, but I do think Teague might be that guy because of the, you know, just being 300 more than Murray and Murray's just such the, you know, the obvious play there. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and put Jeff Teague on the all tournament team. He's already in our lineup at shooting guard. The only shooting guard I have plugged in on FanDuel is Andrew Wiggins. We talked about how we like to get uh, Drew Holiday in some of our lineups. He's not going to fit with the build that I've got going right now. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, I don't think I want to play him against Memphis. I I, I don't love shooting guard. J.R. Smith, 
Yeah, so for me on FanDuel, most of my builds are going to be Andrew Wiggins, Drew Holiday. Uh, I will have a little bit of J.R. Smith, but predominantly all of my lineups are going to have uh, Andrew Wiggins, Drew Holiday for me. Well, I'm going to try to do that then and just tell you that we're going to have everything but our power forwards filled in, and we have 4,800 for two different power forwards. So good luck with that. Drew Holiday is going to go in a lot of our lineups. J.R. Smith is the all-tournament team selection. I assume his ownership won't be high. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at small forward position, I've plugged in Jimmy Butler and Joe Harris. I think if I found out for sure that Devin Booker was not in, I would prefer playing TJ Warren over Jimmy Butler and giving us a little bit more salary flexibility. Mm-hmm. But if Booker plays, I, I much prefer Butler over Warren. As far as an all-tournament play at the small forward position, I kind of like – we haven't seen – necessarily very much consistency or a lot of minutes from Kyle Anderson recently, but we saw 38 FanDuel points just three games ago. We saw a little run of 35 to 40 uh, a week and a half ago. He's coming off a pretty bad game against Utah, and he's 5,600. Yeah, I like uh, I like that a lot. I think Kyle Anderson is definitely the all-tournament team nomination for small forward. Okay, we hate power forward. It's yeah. we We really hate it. We've got yeah. some on, on DraftKings. I could just tell you the guys on DraftKings that were – Anthony Davis is the power forward on DraftKings. He's a great play. Miritich yep. is not $7,200 on DraftKings. He's a fine play. Luke Mute is only 4000 on DraftKings. He's a fine play. We have no power forwards in our FanDuel lineup. Yeah. That's not it's, helpful, Mike. You, you, know, no, you need to it, say something it, besides yeah. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not helpful. Uh, recap for me what we've got at, at point guard. At point guard, we have Jeff Teague and DeJounte Murray. Okay. At shooting guard, we have Andrew Wiggins and Drew Holiday. Okay. At small forward, we have Jimmy Butler and Joe Harris. And at center, we have Anthony Davis. All right. So, so we have a lineup player. that you like a lot. Yeah. It's just missing two players. Yes, it is. All right. Let's start with, I, I kind of like, uh, Mba Mute here. I think that this is a good spot for, uh, for him in this game. And, and you did that because you also like James Johnson. Yes, I did. Okay, so that, that I'm great with that as our FanDuel lineup at this time of day. Again, right. I want to emphasize, and we always tell you this, you've got to check the news before lock. We expect that there's a good chance there's some sort of trade news or somebody being held out tonight because they're going to get traded or they're trying to trade them. So wait for that. We expect that San Antonio is going to rest players at Phoenix because they only need a half half of their roster. Coach Pop could play 30 minutes tonight and they would beat the Suns. 100%. So wait for that. But right now we've got Teague, Murray, Wiggins, Holiday, Jimmy Butler, Joe Harris, Mba Mute, James Johnson, and Anthony Davis as our FanDuel lineup. I feel pretty good about that. I've done most of the heavy lifting for you over on DraftKings, Mike. Now you're probably going to scratch one of these guys out because you don't like what I've left you at the point guard position, that's fine. I'm going to go ahead and read it to you before you do that. Andrew Wiggins at shooting guard. J.R. Smith at small forward. Anthony Davis at power forward. Carl Anthony Towns at center. Joe Harris at guard. Miritich at forward. Mba Mute at utility. That leaves us 4,800 for a point guard. Are you just going to give me a point guard, or do we need to... uh Go a different direction. I, I can give you a point guard. I mean, the guy that I think still has a good matchup that we've kind of 
talked a little crap on in this uh, podcast is Corey Joseph. <laughs> um, you know, Corey, he does he hasn't done a lot, but I think he's a fine play. And then also you've got Tyler Eulis, who I think Tyler Eulis is a pretty good play as well, especially if Devin Booker is ruled out. So I'm not completely uncomfortable with what we have going here. Um, you know, the, the only thing that I would say that you could do would be if you're willing to pay 6,500 for Miritich, I would say that you could maybe play Drew Holiday at 7,500. And then it, you know, knowing that we're probably going to get some more news later, there might be a $3,800 utility player that you could plug in. But that, yeah. that's really the only thing that I would, would change. But if we like Miritich a lot, which I still do, I think that I'm comfortable playing one of those point guards that we just mentioned. All right. And I will just say in Corey David, Corey Joseph's defense, he has played more than 24 minutes in eight of his last 10 games. He is going to play minutes. Mike, would you like to guess in those eight games where he's played at least 24 minutes over the last 10, how many times has he scored 24 DraftKings points? Um, in eight games, yes. I'll say four. The answer is zero. Zero Ooh. times has he scored. So he, he should be low owned at least. And you know what else is zero? The chances that I'm going to get embarrassed on draft again tonight. It is time for me to redeem myself against you and Azer. So let's just take a look at the draft order. Adam has set up the contest. What? <laughs> I'm the first. You're the third pick again. You get back-to-back -back picks. I, I, look, I didn't win last night, first of all, and I came in second. And uh, I, I don't have any control of this. You can set up the draft next time, and we'll see what happens. I think that's I, the solution. I have a pretty good idea what will happen. You will not get the best pick again. Now, I'm going to go ahead and take Anthony Davis. The only solace in the fact that I get the sixth best player is that I get Anthony Davis, the number one. Okay, well, Mike McClure, you are up. All right. The reigning I, champ. i got to uh, stick with where I went earlier in the show, and I'm going to take LeBron James. Uh, I don't feel super good about it knowing that Jeremy <laughs> Butler's all over him, but give me LeBron James as the number two overall scorer tonight. Okay, remember, we need two guards, two forwards, and a center. And looking at position depth, oh, I don't know that it matters so much. I will take Carl Anthony Towns, and I will take James Harden with uh, picks three and four. I don't. Is it really such an advantage today to have the third pick instead of the second? By the way, on draft, you can play up to ten-person drafts, so keep that in mind. Yep. All right, I'm going to take Jimmy Butler. I just want exposure to both sides of this game, so give me Jimmy Butler. You know what's not an advantage? Being in the position I'm in right now. You both got two very good players. <laughs> I have to choose between a bunch of guys that I don't want. Uh, I, I mean, Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin choosing between those two, I don't like that feeling at all. But that's what I've got to do. I already have a forward. There were a lot of centers we liked. I'm going to go with Blake Griffin and have two forwards. Blake Griffin and Anthony Davis are my first two picks. Oh, I don't have to choose because I get to pick again. There's Andre Drummond. Oh, there you go. Oh, we got quite a front court, Heath. Drummond, Davis, and Blake Griffin. You guys have no chance of getting to the rim of my team. <laughs> uh, okay, Mr. Mr. McClure, what do you got for us with your third pick? Um, I'm going to take, I guess I like LaMarcus Aldridge here because forward's getting pretty thin. I, I'm going to go with LaMarcus Aldridge. All right, you guys both have uh, two of two forwards, so... I have to take one of those and one guard. Well, I know you're not going to help me decide between Oladipo and Paul. I am going to go with Chris Paul and root against the Heat big time tonight because I have Harden and Paul. I need a forward. Oh, 
Miritich. I know you guys. Oh, oh, ooh, or Wiggins. Wiggins is the must play. Wiggins. Revenge game. Wiggins on my team. All right. One more pick uh, for me, two for each of you. Mike, you're up. All right. So for me, it's either center, which I can live with any of those guys. So I'm going to go ahead and get the guard that I like most next, and that's going to be Drew Holiday. Oh, man. You're <laughs> killing me. I know. Yeah, I I don't feel good at all about the guards that are remaining. I kind of feel like maybe I screwed this up again. But uh we're going to we're going to go ahead and go with Oladipo because of the upside there. And then I need one more guard. Ah, you know who's been kind of hot lately? Spencer Dinwiddie. Put him on my team. Yeah. You sound excited. <laughs> no, I I just threw up my mouth a little. All right. I need a center. We're either looking at Mark Gasol, Hassan Whiteside, Rudy Gobert, Clint Capella. Uh, I think I'm going to, you know, I just told everybody I wasn't going to play any of the Memphis Grizzlies, but I'm going to go back to Mark Gasol. I don't think he's going to play 19 minutes again. Okay, and I'm going to take mm, Miritich over TJ Warren. But would you recommend well, updating that? Well, I don't know if I can. I can only update if he's out. But, yeah, so that's kind of dependent on some injury news. But I guess I don't really have that opportunity. I took Miritich. Okay, we're done. Who's projected to win? Heath again Heath. projected to win. Oh, man, I'm projected to come in last place. Whatever. Whatever. All right, good good luck, guys. Look forward to uh, bragging tomorrow. You're going to need good luck against my Spencer Dinwiddie and Victor Oladipo <laughs> flu game lineup. <laughs> but you won't need good luck if you listen to the Sportsline DFS podcast. And we'll be back tomorrow with more DFS advice. <laughs>